saludarlos. Hoy sí, perdón que la semana pasada estuvimos en la casa de los papás de Stuart, entonces no nos pudimos conectar, pero hoy sí vamos a hablar de ese tema que tantas preguntas hay, que tanto nos, no sé, todos creo que nos preguntamos si estamos con la persona correcta o si esta es la persona correcta o no. Thea was, um, was going a bit crazy. I think she was excited for today's video because she decided that she was going to have zoomies right now, which was a bit strange. Oh, but she uh, she's had some water she's ready and she's settled and she's on the go she's mm -hmm. done she's still she's still hovering you might be able to hear her in the background but we're on here we are yeah we weren't on last week because we were at my parents house in birmingham and we did go we did intend to we sat down we tried it but the internet connection wasn't everything was it wasn't it was good. really bad it was really bad where we decided to film we don't know if we could have been somewhere else it could have been better but it didn't work anyway so here we are yeah. here we are back for the uh fourth podcast that we've done which is which is awesome really we would have liked it to be every week we did intend to be but here we are on the fourth week of podcasting which is exciting we're excited we're excited to be here it's an exciting time but we're talking about something really interesting today which is Knowing who, well, sorry, finding the right person. <laughs> What an intro. <laughs> finding the right person. It's exciting because I think that's probably one of our most popular or common questions, questions that we've got. If we've got one question, you know, the questions obviously flood in because we're, we, we're that known. No, we're not. We, 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 but we have had the one question that pops up and that one question is, how do I know who the right person is? Mm. Which is... And we're going to lead up to that in this. We're going to lead up to it because it's not just something that's like, right, this is, it's not as, what's the right term? It's not as easy to define as as we think it should be. And we just want to kind of give a general overall basis on what we think would, would be important, don't we? Mm -hmm. All right. So welcome to the fourth episode. Uh, the The title is Finding the Right Person. If you are listening on podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts have a very helpful way of being able to rate your podcast experience. So we would love you, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts right now, if you could just rate our podcast out of five. Of course, the more, the better, right? The more, the better. So that helps us get out there. The pl podcast platforms are full of things that don't give life. We want to be out there giving life, helping people mm. um, at this time, don't we? Yeah. And so the way to spread it is by rating. So we need to get ratings to get out there, and that would be that would help us a lot. Um, another way that we've got is a buy a coffee scheme. So we do have, at the bottom of our YouTube link, you can financially support our ministry and the, this idea of helping people with relationships and reaching out in for those things that give life. Um, via the buy a coffee scheme so that's down there as well for those that want to don't feel obliged to do that whatsoever should we get into it yeah awesome because i like short intros you see you do yes oh, i don't like the beat that wasn't was that sufficient that was long was that long <laughs> no <Sorry>. it's okay. <laughs> okay so we're on it right. right go on so let's let's talk about first before we talk about what it what we're looking for in a person. Do you think, Nanny, everybody should be with somebody? That's the big thing because... Yeah. Go on, go on. You, you, you talk about that. Talk about why you think it's a big thing and then talk about why 
whether you think people should be with someone or not? No, I think, no. Well, in the Bible it says, like, when God created Eva. Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, yes. Mm. She, he said that it's not good for the man to be alone. Mm. But I feel like, for example, we can see the life of Paul in the Bible. Mm. He never got married because his purpose was different. Mm. So I think every one of us has different purpose and it's okay. But there's a great pressure to be in a relationship, yes, isn't there? Yes. Whatever that looks like for you. If you're single, there's a great pressure to be in a relationship, have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And there's also a lot of pressure if you've then got a boyfriend and girlfriend to get engaged and then it's mm. marriage and then, and then it's kids. It doesn't stop, like even when you're married, yeah. it doesn't stop, does it? Or when are you getting a house now? Or, and where yeah. are you getting the second baby? Yeah. Honestly, it just doesn't stop. <laughs> it's just society pressure that puts a lot of stress on people. There is, there is a lot of pressure. But yeah. also, as you said, you've used Paul as a great example there. He actually refers to singleness as a gift. Yes. So really, that's such a difficult thing in the culture we're living in, though, to be told or to be saying, "Our oh, singleness is a gift," but actually, what what around like what's around us pushes us into the next step, as we've just talked about. Yes. What would you say to somebody that feels that pressure from society? Um, well, I feel like first of all, we have to, as the Bible says, fix our eyes on Jesus, because it's so easy to get distracted with everything around us, and thinking like, well, I'm going to be happy when I have this. Mm -hmm. And I feel like anything mm -hmm. that we think that we need to have in mm -hmm. order to be happy, mm -hmm. it's something that Satan used to steal our joy. Mm -hmm. So anything that we say, I need to have this to be happy, is exactly what the enemy will use against us. Mm -hmm. So we have to be very careful in that area too. Don't fall into the lies of the enemy. Yeah. Because being with, first of all, being content with ourselves, mm -hmm. being happy with who we are and our happiness, that it does not depend on someone. Yeah. But yeah. from God. Yeah, that's, that's, that. so anything, so what you're saying is anything that moves us away from, this trying to get into, into the kitchen, if you can hear her, um, Anything that's that's taking you away from the main focus, which should be to glorify God with the person we're with, mm. is a distraction from God. Absolutely. I think we've made it. You're, you're making an idol out of something else, aren't you? That's yes. becoming secondary. And so, sorry. <clears throat> well, I think we'll come back to this, you see, and what, what, what we're going mm. on to. But basically, there's a lot of pressure, isn't there? There's a lot of pressure as us in relationships uh, to push for the next. So if you're single, to be in a relationship. If it's a relationship, it's to get engaged, to engage, to marriage, to marriage, to babies. There's there's always a one step to go, and we need to avoid feeling that. No, 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 no. We can feel it, but we need to avoid acting on it just because that's what we feel culture's leading us to, yeah. and rather so because that's what God's leading us to. Yeah. I think the really, really important that one thing you covered is why do we want to be with somebody? So let's look at the good things, the good reasons and bad reasons for why someone would be with someone in general. What do you, how do you want to start? Do you want to look at the good reasons on why we should be with someone? Or do you want to go down the bad reasons and go, oh, that's not a good reason to be with somebody else? Mm. Good or bad? Maybe bad. Yeah, let's start with bad. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, let's start with bad. So have you got anything that you think, okay, that's a really bad, and it's maybe one you've seen before from other people? 
Yes, I think loneliness is something that, well, I don't want to be on my own. I don't want to feel lonely. So that's why I want to find a girlfriend or a boyfriend or, you know, because I don't want to feel on my own because I want to have company because I want to be happy. Yeah. Because you see, even advertising, you know, a lot of happy couples and everything, you know, everything related to to couples is like you feel or you think that's happiness. Yeah. When the reality is not. Yeah. When we are in, I think a big example of this is when we were kids, mm -hmm. we were really happy, really happy. And we were, we didn't have a boyfriend or girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Well, no, well, stories different. Sorry, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But in general, you know, you're not thinking about that, and you're not thinking, "I'm not happy because of this." Mm -hmm. We just enjoy life and enjoy every single detail of everything. Yeah. I feel that's one of the keys to be, as the Bible says, to be like childs, children, children, like childlike faith. Yeah, and to to live childlike. Yeah, that's a factor, definitely. What other bad things could we think about? What bad reasons would you have for this playtime? It's playtime for there. She's been for a walk as well. We take her out and she's like, ready. You ready? Ready again? Really? She's not. It's just going to wind her up, isn't it? She loves that bear. She loves that bear. Anyway, um, what other bad reasons do you think? I, I think, like, another one we see, and this is really popular, is like um, monetary or material gain. Something where somebody says, I want the things, I want somebody that's going to be able to provide for me in this mm -hmm. area. Or, or here's another one, being with someone just because they increase your value or make you happier. Mm. What do you think to that? Yeah. Do you think so? That's the wrong reason. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because yes, you have to mm. be happy. Yeah. The problem is, if you are looking to be with someone mm. because you're saying, if I'm with this person, this person, of course, like, we're not, you know, we're all humans. We all love when someone tells us, oh, you look good today. I yeah. love you. You look mm. really pretty. You're really handsome. Yeah. We all love these comments. But the problem is, who is feeding our mind? Who is feeding our feelings? Yeah. And this is the key. Because mm. even if you're in a relationship, mm. you can, your life can be fit, fit. Fit by your partner and not by the source of life that is God. And the problem is your happiness is literally on someone else happy someone else's hands. Mm. So the problem is if you are happy or if you're in good terms with a person, mm. then you have a happy day. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you have a fight, yeah. your oh. happiness go away because your oh. happiness and your peace and your you're, you know, everything is on someone else's yeah, hands. So yeah. I think it's very important to learn to have this dependent just on God before going into a relationship. Because, for example, if you go into a relationship yeah. and you you are someone that, like, get very affected by someone else's comments, mm -hmm. negative or positive, mm -hmm. then it's very hard for you that in a relationship you're gonna, not going to do the same. Yeah. So if the person doesn't say you look good today, you're gonna feel bad. Yeah. Because you're the one who is feeding your soul is not God. Mm. And that doesn't come every day, does it? You know, you don't get yes, if you if yes. you look at I want to be happy. If your happiness is the focus, we all know that all good days, good days aren't every day. Yeah. And so, like, what happens in the bad days? If that's your absolute focus, if being happy and being with someone that makes you happy is the absolute foundation of who you are. 
what happens on days that you're not. It's inconsistent. It's inconsistent. It, it just you just fall through, and that's what happens. And and unfortunately, like that is one reason that some people decide to split up from their their husband or wives is because oh this person doesn't make me happy anymore. Mm-hmm. And actually, like it, life happens. People change. Like and we need to work with that and grow with that rather than just going, oh, actually, I'm going to get off on this roller coaster. I'm going to get on another one because this one isn't making me happy anymore. And yes. working on the relationship is really important. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, the, No, sorry. And I was just saying, like, this leads you to the next point, that is, like, singleness is a gift because yeah. being single is, li- like, if you see it from a different point, being single mm-hmm. is the perfect scenario to make your relationship with God stronger and when so that when you go into a relationship you have everything that you need inside of you you're a happy person you're someone that is confident your identity does not depend on someone else comments but from God so being single is a gift because you have a gold opportunity to be the best version of yourself yeah it's the foundation place in which we should all start and all grow our relationships with god become happy with ourselves and then and then some people i guess this is what we're discussing now is if we go to a relationship do we take on that relationship and and have that as the focus or do we decide that yeah like that's the place so so singleness of course is is a gift Paul talks about that being a gift. We, from a position of singleness, we're able to have a primary relationship is with God, and we're able to explore our relationship with God for, from a completely different angle um, and grow through that and be like really grow in that mm. and have that as your main focus. And you can do single things on your own, you know, get up and travel and go where you want without the worry of a, of a, of a family. In a, when you're married you can't do that you can't do any of that and so you're in a position that other people wouldn't be in which is which is a, a blessing which is a gift so let's talk about some of the good reasons then it'd be nice if she sat here really and just fell asleep um let's talk about some good reasons why um some things that are good reasons to want to be in a relationship or where you're at a stage where you think okay this is a good thing a valuable trait of being in a relationship mm. do you have any that come to mind uh, i think to make I've always had this idea of finding someone, you know, like a, a team where you can be a team, mm-hmm. finding someone wow. where you can both work together and just maximize both potentials mm-hmm. and together make something bigger, you know? Yeah, yes, absolutely. I think like somebody that's going to build people up, like finding joy in that and having that as your foundation is really important so building 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 each other up becoming a team making sure that you're helping each other and encouraging each other is a is a good thing to say okay cool this is part of the firm foundations of a relationship that's good Mm -hmm. i think also the most important thing is just giving glory to god so making sure when you're entering into a relationship that that relationship gives god glory not yourselves not oh my own happiness as we've talked the focus should be that actually this relationship gives god glory at the very core of it all at the very center point of it all that it gives god glory i'm going to give another reason why like a good a good thing for being in a relationship a good foundation Mm. 
Just that, right? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think that you're, you're with somebody that doesn't make you happy, but definitely encourages you in your faith and brings you closer to God. That's mm -hmm. a good kind of foundation point for these yeah. things. These things aren't, we don't want to go in and be like, okay, these are really specific things. What you want is, a, uh, if you're a female, you want a male who needs to be two, two uh, inches taller than you, two years older than you with brown hair and green eyes. That's not what I'm saying. What we're saying is, what are the broader highlights? What are the broader things that we want to be um, focusing on when we're entering into a relationship? And I think these are some really important. Let's look at then, You've got a relationship or you're exploring the idea of being in a relationship. What are some of the things? Let's go through our points here because we've already kind of had a talk about this and we've written down some points that we think we've got six, six points that we think are foundationally very, very important. Can you see number one there? Mm -hmm. Keeping good friends in our circle. Mm -hmm. So someone that will be a good influence for us, mm -hmm. not someone that is going to be pushing us to do something that we know we shouldn't. For example... Um, the friend or the relationship? The friend. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, so having a good group of friends around is mm -hmm. important because you want friends like... Do you know, like, before getting married, there are some things that we shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. And some people might think, well, it's nothing, it's okay. You know, and that has a big influence in your decisions and everything that you do. Yeah, I think it's easy when you're in a relationship to focus on the relationship. We always, when we're like 20 or 18 or when we're younger, when we're young, I could have named all the years then. Um, when we're younger, we, we find our first relationship. We're in our first relationship. And it's so easy to leave our friends on behalf of that relationship. We've always, you know, I, I don't know if you've been in this conversation where your friends have gone, oh, you've left us ever since you got this boyfriend, ever since you've got this girlfriend. But it's really important to find friends that you can, that can hold you accountable mm. to make sure that you, uh, as, especially as you're kind of the dating phase, can go back to and say, this is what's going on. What do you think about this? And if that friend's a true friend, they'll tell you everything that's right to hear. Mm. Like they'll tell you the things that that are good and they'll tell you the things that if, like, if they see it, they should tell you the things whether you like it or not. If it's not the right person, they feel, okay, that's really not how you should. they should be treating you. They'll tell you you want those type of friends. Mm -hmm. And also, not just for the... Um, relationship after like the first kind of dating phase but all through the relationship that you've got someone you can go back to we have some people we go back to as individuals as as uh, obviously we're we go through kind of counseling but if nanny wants to reach out to the wife of the couple that counsel us then she can do and it's great for her because otherwise we stay in our own bubble and we don't grow uh, we don't get any outside help into you know, I could be, let's say, I could be behaving in a way that I think is fine and I think that she should accept. Whereas if she goes outside and says, this is happening, and then that person says to her, well, Nanny, that's not really the right kind of behaviour. She's holding herself accountable to somebody outside of uh, outside of us. And that's really important. And it keeps us grounded at all times. Mm -hmm. The second point I've got there is... Um, figuring out their why so figuring out the reason 
that that why do you think that the reason that person does something is really important for a relationship yes i think it says a lot about about their values it says a lot about the values of the person and you can start seeing like some red flags if you for example if someone is thinking all the time about themselves and i want to do this or even in the church you know you can see you can tell like oh i really like this guy because this guy preach in in the church or this guy does this this and that but what are the reasons behind it's so easy sometimes to do the things because you want to be seen and not because you really want to do them so to to see those attitudes or why this person um put a lot of effort or on the way they look you know Mm -hmm. it's okay of course it's okay but like try to think about a little bit deeper there you know just to see what are the real intentions behind i think it's really important that the, the christian everybody has their own agenda for doing something is is where where i'm going with this is that like when i go to the gym for example my agenda might be to look good in my tight tops, right? I want to wear tight tops and I want to look really good and muscular for when I go out um, somewhere, right? I want to go out to the clubs and I want to look really good. Is that a good reason to go to the gym? No. No, it's def- definitely definitely not. It might be a reason why, but it's probably not a good foundational reason as to why you go and do something. Some people might want to work for, a, let's say, work in somewhere really nice, but it's actually because it's the best way or set up a business like a side business in order to avoid tax, right? It looks as if they're doing something really nice, but actually the real foundational reason as to why is fake. It's not, it's not a real reason, to, reason why. So effectively, everyone comes into something with their own agenda. As a Christian, our agenda should be, to know Jesus and to make Jesus known. And I think when we're sat down with somebody, our job as we're, when we're dating someone or being with someone is to find out what that person's agenda is. Are they nice to my family just because they, you know, I'm going to put it out there. Maybe they just want to sleep with you. Maybe they're going to be nice to you because their hidden agenda is because they want to sleep with you. That might be the fact. Mm. That might be the fact. They might just want to um, connect with you like that, and that's it. They might just want. They might want your money. They might want to look good with you because you look good. You know, let's be real. Let's try and look for what are the real reasons. What what is their why? And we should be living in a way that 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 Jesus would want us to live, and trying to identify that mm. because you've got you're going to end up with that person really in in the long run. What? How do you? How important do you think our third point is? Family backgrounds. Oh, that I think that's the most important. Okay. Something that no one thinks about when he's trying to find the right person. Mm. I remember having a lot of conversations with different people, and mm. they were saying, "Well, I want someone that is good looking, because of course you have to like the person after the yeah. years and everything." And yeah, it is important, but yeah. it's not the main thing. I wouldn't even th- have it in the top three you know no no no. the physical aspect of someone what about me (laughs) because with the years everything changed and you really live with the personality of the person and the values of the family of the other person Mm -hmm. so 
I think some of the most important things is to look what are the values of the family mm. of the person I'm dating mm. or I like or I'm attracted to. Mm. And is this, for example, if he's a guy, mm. does this guy respect the mom? Because the way he is with the mom is going to be with you as a woman. Yeah, that's good. The way the girl is with the dad is the way she's going to behave with you. Yeah. If she does not obey to the dad, and if she said, well, I'm going to come back at whatever time I want, mm. he's not going to, this person is just going to do whatever she wants in the marriage. Yeah. So it's very important that we can have, we can be very careful and not just go for a beautiful face mm. because at the end that means nothing. You mm. really live with the values of the family. Yeah. And yeah. I think if one family is like, yeah, do whatever with your life, no boundaries and no nothing, mm. and your family values are like, think about what you're going to do, mm. um, you know, be more like responsible, put God first of everything you're definitely going to clash with this person. Mm -hmm. Maybe not at the beginning, because the problem of liking someone just for the outside is like yeah. you can get confused so easily because you just see like a fade mask mm -hmm. and the, 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 the nice, the pretty face is not showing the real person. Mm -hmm. Because when you're dating someone, you're not like, oh, hello, hello, uh, yes, I, I do all of these things bad. <laughs> I never commit to someone mm -hmm. all the time. You know, oh, every one of us show their best side. Yeah. So, so a big key to know if you're with the right person is to see the family, the family values. Mm -hmm. What are their values? What are the way they go about things? Yeah. And um, yes, that's and I think also vice versa. So like yeah. when you're in the family and you you see how they treat their mom and dad, but also how their dad and mom treat you. Mm. Uh, sorry, you treat them. <laughs> Got totally confusing. How how their mom and dad treat them, because like if there's it's often some of the biggest issues in life come from like a lack of identity from parents, mm. as in like there's just a breakdown of relationships. So. Any factor that you can see that maybe, oh, this might provide... Everybody comes into relationships broken mm. already. No one comes with it all together. But what you're doing is just being a good steward. The reason we're talking about these is just to be a good steward of making those decisions. Mm. Really important because some factors are going to be huge for your future, aren't they? Yes. You know? um, so, Values are so very important in a relationship. So how they treat their mom, their dad, mm. uh, siblings, and, and even friends. And that's why when it comes to this question that I get all the time and suddenly say, well, Nanny, you know, I really like this person, but this person is not a Christian. Mm. So do I have to be with a Christian because that's the rule and that's what the Bible says? Because the Bible says to be, um, how do you say that word in English? Yoked. And you will see one. Yeah, um, equally yoked. Yes. And I think even being Christian and Christian, you can be with the wrong person. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very important that you find it's not being a Christian doesn't say, oh, yes, this person has the same values. Mm -hmm. So I think what you have to be very careful is to find someone that has the same values that you have. Look for someone that has the same values. 
yeah foundationally foundationally yeah. yeah not just interests not just oh that i like to go to the gym so that's a foundational thing for me that isn't really a found that's not really what we're no. talking about family values and the family way they values, morals, build it yeah, yeah what's important to them so some of the things that we're discussing today um number four is looking for somebody that gives up already so this is not really uh, a family thing it's not really a relationship um thing it's more Okay, if I'm in a, if how do I know them, right? How do I know that person? Do I know that person from school, university, college, church, right? Is that person? But I'm a, I'm a heavy believer. If you're not doing things with the small, you know, then you're not going to do it with the larger. So it doesn't matter. You know, people say I'd give if I won the lottery, I'd give I'd give loads of it to charity. If, fact is, right? This is what I'm a believer of. If you're not giving to charity with what you've got now. You're not going to give it if you had more of it. So look for somebody that's doing with the small. Like, are they helping out at, at church? Are they helping out to serve people at the school, at the university? Is that the way they live their lives? Because obviously we're coming at this from a Christian perspective. Mm. The whole principle, the whole example Jesus left, and maybe we can do a podcast about this at some point, is to give up. Basically, mm. is to give up on behalf of other people, is to mm. put ourselves last and others first and so you know what if you want to be with someone that lives that out they're going to be doing it now already the foundations are going to be so that mm. that person is going to be doing it where they're at let's look for that as people let's look for that as christians let's let's really stand up and value yourself by bringing in someone else that will give up on behalf of you mm as well because of course yes we're giving up i think the goal i think we discussed this in the other podcast actually but i think the goal should be that yes i give up for my wife but also that my wife gives up for me and, and by doing that we meet in the middle we mm. are really helping each other and guiding each other through and maybe it's saying okay Stuart, i'm going to give up what i'm going to do not tonight in order that i can take nay to somewhere else mm. but then maybe another night she'll say you know, and you do, don't do it for that reason. You don't remember, oh, okay, it's my turn, all this stuff, all that. Mm. I, I don't know if that works for you, that works. But, you know, the idea would be that that person recognises that actually, mm. oh, last time you took me, it's your turn to go out, you go and do something nice or whatever, you know, or whatever you, you know, that's just a, just an example. Mm. Yeah, try to look um, for someone that is selfless. Yeah, but you rightly said earlier that, like, dating is a warped version of ourselves. It's the best you know, I get to, if I go on a date with you, it's like, right, seven o'clock, I meet that person. I can turn on a different version of myself mm. and I can hold that person for an hour, you know, hold, keep it up for an hour, keep going, keep going. And as soon as I've got in the, the taxi or the car and gone home, I can be myself. Mm. We've got to remember that. Remember, that's yeah. why you're looking for all these extra things because that's who they really are. Mm. And don't rush into anything because... Mm. I feel it's so easy nowadays to rush into mm -hmm. everything, you know, yeah, like so. I even feel the pressure now to have children because everyone is having children, you know, yeah. and you think, well, um, well, I also might have to have children now. Yeah. But really, like every one of us has a different purpose first. Yeah. Yeah. And second, we are all in different stages in life. You know, yeah. even if yeah. you are in a relationship, that doesn't mean that you have to get married now because everyone is getting married. Yeah. And the problem with that is like you jumped into something without knowing the real person. Mm. You just know the pretty 
version of this person because you're just been dating for like two months or one month yeah and suddenly you're like right we're, we're been dating for one month now it's time to jump into being in a relationship yeah um it's very important that you really get to know deeply this person in personality and as you said like someone that can give up for you on things like you for example story is a really good example of this oh, he's really good i love going shopping and store hates it he hates it yeah <laughs> that's fair i like to go in know what i'm getting and come out yeah what do you like to do i love to go have a look around <laughs> stay go to all the shops overnight no <laughs> go to all the shops try them on and then decide which one I like the most from all the ones that I try. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but but is he his story is a really good example of this because he is a very selfish person. He thinks he always put himself last. And I really love and appreciate that. And I think that we all need to find someone that is not selfish. Like if you said uh can you please try to don't go this weekend with your friend not, not with your friends but mm. let me put an example yeah. um let's imagine like there is a couple and this couple is saying like well um we were gonna do this thing this weekend mm -hmm. suddenly the girlfriend says like well i sorry i can't this weekend i know we said that we were gonna do this but i'm gonna go with my friends to the beach yeah and so you're just thinking about yourself mm -hmm. you're not thinking about the other person yeah and it's something that happens all the time in relationships. And you think yeah. it's okay. Yeah. And you think, well, this person is not going to control my life. Mm -hmm. It's not a controlling life. It's giving up for the other person. If you already agree on something to do together and mm -hmm. suddenly change the plans, that's being selfish. Mm -hmm. And being selfish is not going to go anywhere in a relationship. Mm -hmm. It's the number one problem, I think. Yeah. In marriage. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just letting that person know what's what you know, working on that relationship, growing together, letting that person know what's important to you and learning mm -hmm. to give up um on behalf of what's important to them. You mm -hmm. know, like that's that's the thing, is about listening to instruction like what's what's valuable to them. And and those people that love them will go, Oh, I know this person likes this, so I'm gonna do this. Mm -hmm. and that's really cool. Yes. If this person um, is is ready to give up things for you and vice yes. versa yes so that's so that's yes that's it so that's concludes that point really on does that person give up for us is that person somebody that gives up already mm. oh, we did write six points here but i think i'm going to add in a seventh but i'm going to add it in now if that's all right is that okay right and i think that is that and you raised you, you obviously used um an example of myself but what I would what I would definitely like to just interject in there is that I wasn't like that when we met. Like I was, although like I was a Christian when we met, I wasn't as good at giving up on behalf of other people. Mm. I think the biggest thing, though, and this is the thing I'm going to add in there, is just being humble to change. Like the minute that, and I think, and I think what's really good is if you haven't watched this, this is the couple's key words that we did with Brandon and Karen. Brandon talks about something in that in that video there where he says the moment you feel like you've got it all together is the moment you've lost because you aren't you're not in a position to accept anything new in that in that situation. And I think that's a really, really valuable point is that we should always stay 
be self-aware consistently. Is this making everything better? Is it, or is it just just for me? Do I want to do this for me, or should I listen to the people around me? Mm-hmm. So, somebody might not have it all together, but are they willing to take on to grow? Are they humble? Do they listen to other people's advice? Mm-hmm. That's something that I would say I have, and as a result, I, I don't mean to blow my own trumpet at all. I wasn't selfless. I was very selfish, but this I learned to 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 listen to people mm. and to really take it on board, which helped me in so many other areas. Mm. Yes, I was like, you and know? that's something like when I met Stuart, I I knew he had some things that I liked, some things that I didn't like, <laughs> mm. and some things that I expect him to change. Yeah. And the key is to see. Of course, you're not going to be the perfect person, you know, because none of us is perfect. Mm. But if this person is willing to change, that's the key. If that person is humble enough to recognize, yes, I struggle with this, but I want to change. Mm. If that person has that intention of change, that Mm. willing to change, that's the key. Because even the Bible says that God works with people that is like willing to change, you know, with humble. Yeah. 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 And that goes into our next one, which is similar, but it is also very different. Does this person submit to authority? We talked about being at a youth club, being at church, being a university and seeing how they give for other people. Do they receive from other people? Do they Are they good listeners? Are they good at taking that authority? Because if they're not, it is that very much like, I've got it all together. I know what I'm doing. I don't want to let anybody else in. The Bible talks about pride again and again and again and again. And the reason it does is because someone that's proud cannot be taught. Mm-hmm. And that's what God wants us to be. God wants us to be growing all the time mm-hmm. and not to a point where we know it all. You know, one thing I love about, um, I was listening to a podcast again from from our old church that we went in and, and our old minister made a comment about, you know, he he might change his mind in, in five years or 10 years time. And it's not because he's like a snowflake and wavering about. It's because he hasn't got it all together. Like he doesn't know it all. Mm. You know, how obnoxious is that to come into a situation and go, I know everything on this. But yeah. but humble in saying, okay, I want to be able to listen. That was something I struggled with. So here's the example. When I was younger, I always used to struggle with authority, which made me proud. Mm. It was a proud, it was it was a proud attitude. And the more I've grown and learned actually that pride is gonna affect me negatively the more I've had to give mm-hmm. that up. And it's helped me. It's helped me grow. It's not been easy, mm-hmm. but it's helped me grow completely. Last mm-hmm. one. Um, you just want to say something? Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. so it is important because if someone is not humble mm. and someone is very proud, yeah. you don't have to rush to be in a relationship with this person. If you really love this person, Put it in God's hands mm. and let God change what you cannot change. And I think that's one of the biggest problems in relationships. You want to change the other person when the only one that can change someone is God. Mm. So you are carrying all this heavy weight in your back because this person does not change. And you think, I think this is the right person for me, but this person is not changing. And it's not your job to change the person. Yeah. So the only and the best thing to do is to say, okay, I know that you're you're you 
struggle a little bit with, with pride and you have all these attitudes and maybe you don't like to receive anything, advice or anything from anyone. So why don't you go and spend some time, work on these areas and when you work on these areas, we go back together. Mm. And the moment you decide to leave it on God's hands, that's the moment that you're going to start seeing improvement. Mm. The problem is sometimes you are too tired, like you you want to keep the relationship so bad and you want to hold it in your hands. Mm-hmm. That is, you're just going to cause a damage mm-hmm. with the time. Mm-hmm. And n- not just the person is not going to change, but you are also going to be affected by that. Yeah. And that's this the toxic circle that we see in relationships yeah so leave it a time mm. give it a time fix the things that each of you have to fix separate and then go together when you're both mm. humble and with all of these characteristics you're doing really well you're 43 minutes in and this is all english i know that's sick smashing it. Smashing it, geezer. <laughs> um yes which also leads us very nicely into our last point which is giving it to God, which mm. which we would talk about as, as spiritual confirmation. So we believe that God speaks to people actively through mm. his word, through through active, you know, communication. I, th- I believe that God speaks to different people in different ways, but mm. sometimes we know that we're led to do something because God confirms things for us. And that mm. could be prophetic words. It could be just kind of encouragement in that type of direction. We had that, didn't mm. we? Like on top of everything else, you know, someone, uh, did we talk about this in a different podcast? I think we did. Or maybe definitely on our on a YouTube at some point mm. in the story of how we met. We talked about, it's not fair, not fair. Um, we talked about when someone came to your families for a meal and he said that there was purpose in our relationship and we were kind of like quite intimidated, you know, by that and we began to, you know, explore it as a result. But it was one of many things, wasn't mm-hmm. it? And it wasn't the first time either. Some some other people either came after or before that and helped confirm that for us. So it was on top of other things. But we don't want to just promote that actually it's all in, it's all practical steps that you've got to take because we very much believe there's a spiritual element mm. to this at all. What yeah. would you say to that? I think the most important thing is like, don't be too attached to something or to someone. Just leave it to God. You know, in the mm. Bible, we see the story of mm. Abraham when mm. God asked for his son to mm. kill his son. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure God didn't want it, Isaac to die. Yeah. He was just tasting Abraham's heart. And that happens a lot in our lives sometimes. Maybe God is asking you for that relationship that you know that you shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Or maybe God is asking you for that relationship because God knows that your focus now is just that relationship. And everything that you have that is consuming your thoughts and is consuming your time and everything that you are is just around that thing. Going back to what we how we started, everything that you need to have in order to be happy, yeah. it's something that... It's a red flag and God will say, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. I need to take this away from you. Otherwise, it will damage more yeah. than doing something good. Yeah, yeah. So bringing everything to the altar, you know, bringing mm. everything to God and say, we like the way Abraham did. He said, okay, you give it to me. Mm. And the, in the same way, you take it away. Yeah. I'm going to put this relationship 
in your hands. Yeah. And I think like when we release control, mm. when we release that, you know, like I need to have this relationship in order to be happy or mm. I want to make this relationship work because yes. <laughs> yeah, because yes. That's where yeah. everything started going worse and worse and worse. Yeah. So I don't know if you, I don't know. I feel really strong from God to say this. Maybe if someone is listening to this and you need to hear this, mm. but I feel like God has been insisting in some of, of the persons that are listening to this podcast mm. to just release the control on some mm. relationships, mm. to just let it go and trust that God is the one who is going to transform that mm. person. Yeah. Yeah. Really so, good. yes, really and also ask for God to confirm. I remember... Every time I like someone, yeah. well, I haven't liked many guys in my life. Whoa. I've always been very picky. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've always liked to find personality, you know. Mm. And I remember the times that I liked someone and I started seeing like, well, this is going a bit serious. Mm. I used to ask God, okay, God, if this is from you, I want you to confirm this to me. And if it's not from you, I want now that everything is perfect and nothing seems bad if it's not your will i just want you to do something so that we have a fight <laughs> or any disagreement but show me close the door even if you have to slap the door mm. just do it do it because god will always know what's better for us mm -hmm. he can see what's ahead and you can't you know yeah. especially when you're meeting someone and they just put like their pretty face or best yeah. side yeah that's really good that's really good. So that concludes our, our points, really. Do you think there's anything else you would add in there that you think, okay, that's important on top of that? Yes, I think that. Someone that makes you happy. No, no, that, sorry, that's really <laughs> no, bad. No, 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 no. no, that makes you extra. laugh is what I said. Yeah, okay, okay, yes. yeah, yeah. Not happy. <laughs> yeah, not the found, it's not a found, we're not talking foundational yeah. things. Making someone happy, making someone laugh are all really nice things, but they shouldn't be the foundational reason you're with yeah. somebody because they don't always make you happy. They don't always make you laugh. And so, yeah, that's what we've talked yeah. about this earlier. But I remember once going around to a friend's house, Charlie Gwynn, actually, uh, many years ago, right, just to catch up. And she was with another friend of mine, George. They're now married, kids, amazing, right? And she went to me, well, yeah, but there's no point being with somebody until, like, unless you want to marry them. And I remember, like, I was at this place where that was like, boom, like, what? Uh, excuse me? You want to be, you want to, like, what happens if down the line you just, like, change your mind and whatever? There was integrity there. Like, I really liked, I was shocked, right? But I went away. And like I thought about that and I was like, that was a life-changing moment for me. Like I was like, whoa, like that there's some integrity to say, yeah, like why would you just sit and waste your time? Why would you go from girlfriend to girlfriend to girlfriend? You know, mm -hmm. and I, I very much did that, to be honest. I just went, you know, to be honest, you know it all anyway. But, you know, I was searching for something. I was searching for people to fill exactly kind of the voids that i wanted them to fill and that void constantly changed mm. and that can't you can't you can't continue living like that why should we keep living like that mm -hmm. we're getting into something else here but i think that was just a big moment for me was to be like right you know the person i'm with and i was more um 
uh, I was I showed more intent from then on. Mm-hmm. I felt more intent to be like, right, if I'm going to be with this person, I want to make serious decisions. I want to make good decisions. Yeah, so think is this person a good material for a husband or wife? Yeah, what's this? <laughs> Ooh, girlfriend material, <laughs> wife material. Yeah, because otherwise, what's the point? You're gonna end up with a yeah. heartbroken or yeah, or yeah, married. But, so, but that's it. Think, go with that idea. If yeah. you think I would definitely, or yeah, yeah, we're so, gonna talk about that because it's very extend. What think. we're gonna talk about? Something that I was going to talk about, okay. but we can talk in a different podcast. Sick. Right. So let's just just go through what we're talking about here. So the first one, keeping good friends, keeping good friends that are going to hold you accountable through at the start of and through your relationship. One. Number two, figuring out that person's why. Why does that person do the things that do? What makes the other person that's a potential suitor, boyfriend, girlfriend, what makes them tick? What are their intentions behind everything they do? Sick. <laughs> Number three, that person's family background, right? Mm, it's values. not everything, but like what, the, what are their morals? What are their values? Thank you. Yeah. How do they treat their mom? How do they treat their dad? How do they treat their siblings? These are yeah. all important factors because how they treat them, the people they love the most, will ultimately be you at the end of the day. Yeah. And if it's not good, it's also not going to be good. I don't want to. Don't want to just. Don't want to avoid what's good here. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, it's the truth, right? Number four, looking for someone that gives up already, making sure that in the way that you know them already—school, university, church—they are giving up. Uh, yeah, it's similar to their why in a way. You know, you know that they're doing it for the right reasons. If they're doing it when nobody else is looking, right? But are they doing it already? Because if they're doing it already, they will continue to do it for you. Um, we talked about uh, being humble and changing. So that was our our made-up fifth one. Um, making sure that that person is at least, they might not be perfect, but they're ready to listen and learn and grow. Yeah. That was a, that was a, that was a good one as well. Does this person, five, does this person submit to authority? That was a good one um, because... If you can see that, you become, in a way, men or female, there's times where Nanny needs to tell me exactly what I want to hear. Sometimes she is my authority, right? Don't care how manly or unmanly that sounds. That's the fact. And vice versa. Sometimes I have to say to her, like, oh, you know, I'm not happy about this. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about that. That's right. That works equal playing field, right? But, yeah. Can I take that? Can Nanny take that? Mm-hmm. If we can't, we need to work on that. And the last one is just spiritual confirmation. It's knowing that actually we're not fully in control of everything that God does direct us. God does confirm for us, you know, the plan, the great and amazing plan that he has for our lives. Mm-hmm. And that is it for today, guys, yeah. I think. Thanks for listening to Win Two or More with the McCaws. We hope you've taken something from this podcast. If there's something you want to talk to us about, reach out to us on the links and let us know. Other than that, have a great day where you are. God bless. Bye.